You're listening to episode four of The Rules Are Made Up, and this episode is the first ever guest episode, the first ever interview that I've done. It's with my friend, former trainer slash coach, and former client, Van, and we are talking about how we found each other, how we worked together, and sort of how we both helped each other in a way, and it was an awesome conversation, and I can't wait for you to tune in, so let's get started. Welcome to The Rules Are Made Up. I'm your host, Nina Hannett-Nemo, but you can call me Neens. I'm a lifelong perfectionist turned personal growth junkie and mindset coach who got tired of my own bullshit along with all the confusing messaging in the health and wellness space. On this podcast, we'll explore the intersection of mental well-being, personal growth, and everything else in our lives because we're one human. Of course, we'll also look into the so-called rules we live our lives by, which means things might get spicy, so make sure you have your headphones ready. Let's get into it. Hello, Van. How's it going? I'm good. Glad to be here. You are the first ever guest on The Rules Are Made Up. That is incredible. I am so stoked and honored to have you on. And the same for me as well. I'm actually really honored to be a part of this um, and be the first as well. Yeah. That is so. I'm still partially scared, partially excited to be doing this um, full stop. But there is a reason I wanted to have a chat. Well, we've been having chats here and there for quite a while because we've been working together in various capacities um, for quite a while. And that was one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on so that we can kind of just, you know, just talk about how we've both helped each other, <laughs> probably. But before we really sort of dive into that, um, I obviously, I would have introduced you a little bit um, prior to this all entire thing starting, but tell the listeners a little bit about yourself like your background what you do why you do it and then maybe we can sort of go into you know how we sort of found each other if that's yeah if that's a way to describe it so take it away yeah well okay so I am a online fitness coach now and um, I've been in the industry for about 15 years and through that time I've kind of discovered um that it's about how I relate to the people that I work with. And um, yeah, I think, yeah. So what I do is I coach human beings to reconnect to their purpose with fitness and build a foundation for the long game. Um, redefining strength and like learn to play again. You know, one of the things that I experience with fitness is that we, we've been caught up with how we should be based on our external and I want to take everybody back to play and enjoy that process you know again yeah so yeah 
Does it it's awesome. Things? And I like the like little little nudge to towards the external and almost the the shoulds, the rules that we set, like that we give movement and training and working out, whatever you actually call it. And um, you know, it just so happens that the name of this show is the rules are made up, but it couldn't be like that's that that's it right there though, right? It's um we make up so many rules in various areas of our lives but I think movement is one of the big areas and we think we have to train a particular way or you know move a particular way and that couldn't be further away from the truth so I think it's awesome that you know there are people like you who actually help people like me for example understand that you know there isn't one way to do something there isn't one way to achieve a particular not even an outcome but to like a feeling of you know having having moved your body right it's not just about the you have to put in an hour and a half and you have to be dying and in a pool of sweat at the end of it it's you know sometimes those kinds of sessions are awesome right I'm not gonna lie (laughs) those sessions can be amazing but it doesn't have to be like that all the time and can you maybe go a little bit more into how you like what's your what's your origin story or what's your like how you got to got to this point because as much as you know and I know this from my own journey in um fitness and and business and other things is we don't start in 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 that you know knowing all of those things it's kind of a bit actually we get to that point because of trial and error and because of burnout and other things so can you maybe explain a little bit more how you you got to where you are as a trainer and a coach and 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 why like what you know what made you go oh shit I need to change how I do something yeah yeah definitely um so I I would say that I was one of the OGs for CrossFit within New Zealand I started when it wasn't cool (laughs) I I was there when it was cool and then when it wasn't cool again and then yeah so (laughs) Um, I was in one of the first CrossFits that was ever um, created, the first boxes that were created in, in, um, in New Zealand. And through that journey with CrossFit, like literally the rules were made up <laughs> back then. <laughs> we didn't know what the hell was going on and um, we were testing every single thing. And like through that, everybody else around the world was exploring all the different ways on what this fitness, you know, how to define fitness. You know, sure, it was, um, you know, constantly varied, you know, all the time, but everybody got caught up in chasing all the, uh, the shiny things, um, whether it's strength, whether it's gymnastics, um, there was no regulating it and we just kept pushing you know, to keep uh, testing out all the different ways that we could destroy ourselves. And that was um, the badge of honor. If um, there was a thing back then called Pukey the Clown. Yeah, um, I remember. Yeah, you, you remember, <laughs> right? And um, yeah, and if you didn't, yeah, if you reached it, it was a badge of honor. Um, whereas, um, yeah, throughout that period, I understood for myself and as well as a, as a coach that like I had to debunk some of those things because I knew there was a better way. Um, because I had different coaches, I had people that worked through um, my, like, you know, the, the training side of things, but also 
definitely my head and how I process things. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah, in a nutshell, it was about going through it myself and delivering what I was doing. Uh, so delivering the things I knew wasn't working anymore. You know, I'd, uh, I'd been around the, the block quite a long time uh, and just it was just crazy to just be delivering the same thing and expecting something new. Um, it was insane. <laughs> um, yeah. Was there anything in particular that, that sort of made you reevaluate? Like, did you have an injury or like, you know, something else happened to sort of, that got you thinking of, oh, maybe this isn't the only way? Yeah, definitely. Um, on two occasions. One, I, had, I, I got injured. It was a hernia. It was something they'd already had. Um, but at the time... I was working full-time as a personal trainer, but training two a days um, with CrossFit and then also be a singer in a band that wow. practiced right up until 11. And then we gigged on the weekends. And so I was like early 20s maybe. And um, yeah, every two months I would burn out and crash and I would definitely be AWOL for a week. And that was just me, my nervous system just said, nah, that's like, that's it. But you know what? I kept doing that. I kept repeating that cycle, you know? And um, until, yeah, my hernia got really pushed to, to a limit and I actually got hospitalized. I, you know, as soon as, um, yeah, it was very painful. And the humbling part on the back end of that was that I, um, yeah, I realized that carrying two shopping bags was so hard. Um, and I had, um, I had experienced what it was like for all of that to be taken away and to reflect on what it meant to be fit and the purpose for my fitness versus, um, chasing this thing that I didn't really understand, you know? So I wanted to ask, yeah, I wanted to ask better questions and I wanted to, um, build myself in a better way so I can keep going. Um, yeah, so definitely it was injury. And then later on, um, because I'd been around CrossFit for a long time, was hurting my back. I got really fit. I got to that level. And then, um, I mean, let's, you know, let's be honest, like injury is part of, of that process, but I knew I wasn't doing it right because I was always maxing out, finding the red line. And these are words that were like tasted, used to taste sweet in my, mm. in my you know, my tongue and now I, I realize that you don't have to you know who who made those rules up on that you have to get here to be better um because you know and that's the greatest thing about crossfit is that you can strengthen your areas in one area but then you'll be weaker and that stuff so it's all about bringing it all up together and how do you do that by actually having a plan and you know and the plan meaning not just the training but the intrinsic stuff, the mental work, you know. The um, recovery, all the stuff around correct, it, right? It. Because yeah. it's it's not, and I yeah. think that's, that's something that is so important. And I think a lot of us, and myself included, I think aren't used to, you know, looking at, like, even though we, we know we're one human, right? And we have work and we have, you know, fitness goals and we have, you know, maybe we have, families and partners and kids or fur babies or all of the things 
but we still kind of almost look at things in a like compartmentalized way and we have like a fitness box and we have a work box and we have a relationship box and we're like we don't necessarily fully understand that shit all intersects like we're the one human having to navigate and open and close and open and close all those boxes so you know i don't know where i can't keep the the analogy or the metaphor going but you know if you have a shitty work day that's going to impact how you show up in the gym or if you injure yourself and you're in pain that's going to impact how you show up across the board right because if you're in pain you're in pain and I think that is a a big lesson that I've had to learn over the last year and a bit in particular with my own injuries but also in and and my my business and and you know doing like even doing this thing right now you know it's there's they don't exist in isolation and so understanding that and really starting to work with that I think is a massive massive thing yeah yeah it's a great reminder that you know all of it is inclusive you know um and they're all interconnected and um when we miss when we miss that we realize that um yeah those are the missing pieces you know um yeah yeah when, especially with injury right you forget that activity is inclusive outside of the gym oh yeah you know? you're right yeah, yeah. so yeah yeah doing landscaping yeah. going for walks doing you know housework even like you know Putting the fucking vacuum over every single room in your house isn't nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, yeah, it was definitely a humbling experience to, to know that. And um, yeah, you reevaluate things and, and that's where, I've, that's where I am now is I have those conversations with everybody in in regards to, you know, let's have a look at all the other things in your life and then let's, let's have a look at what you believe and what you don't believe. Um, let's debunk some of the things that aren't true yeah because yeah let's challenge our thinking that's that's exactly i mean great great segue there because that's partly what i want to do with this the show but i think that that's also a big part of i think the work that i still do on myself but also with clients right it's the the challenging the thinking of you know, and not in a negative way either, right? And maybe you, we can talk a little bit more about that and the conversations we've had in the in the past with, with yeah. you know, both because we've and I think maybe before we do that actually, and sorry, this is a bit of a zigzaggy conversation, but that's mm. just how it is. Um, because we started working together in a coaching container as part of you know, like I, I was coaching <laughs> and supporting you and maybe we can talk a little bit about that but then sort of almost as that was coming to an end it actually we kind of flipped the tables and then you helped me with programming and kind of challenging my thinking and my approach to movement and navigating to injuries that I I'm still rehabbing but I'm in a much bit different place and not a better place now than I was six months ago so we've kind of you know had a had we've been on both sides of the the sort of coaching client relationship with each other 
So maybe um, we can chat a little bit more about that too, because I think I find it a little bit amusing that obviously we're both based in New Zealand, but in completely different, well, on the same island, to be fair, but yeah. at different at different ends. For those of you not familiar with New Zealand, we have like, technically three mostly known islands, the North Island, the South Island, and Stewart Island. But um, I'm in Wellington, which is at the lower North Island. It's basically at the south coast of the North Island, but you're based a little bit further up north um, in the Waikato. So not necessarily super close, but we also didn't know each other until last year sometime, but we actually found each other through a business mentor that we both worked with. So, which is, Somewhat hilarious, considering we're actually both in the same country. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> I know, right? And um, yeah, and that 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 is definitely a great way. I don't I don't know where to start this. Um, <laughs> I think it would be it would be through yeah. So working with Christina, um, Christina Montalvo, and a lot of the things that I experienced through there was a lot because during that year, last year you know, yep. 2021, um, I decided I wanted to move away from Auckland into the country um, and then dive into this online business, um, which is completely out of my comfort. And also to move out of the city, you know, I've lived in Auckland for most of my life. In case we have any yeah. people not in New Zealand, Auckland yeah. is the biggest city in the country. It's got like over a million or like almost two million. I don't even know how many people living in it now, but it's like massive. Yeah. metropolis style city just for context yeah and then moving into a town that's made up of i think seven thousand people wow. um, it's quite a change right? yeah. it's quite a change it is, right yeah and i think they add the people that drive through there as well um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i would say um doing that work with my online business with christina um we really dug deep into um how we frame things and how to create this business that um, we really love. And a lot of those things is understanding what your fears are, um, what your boundaries are, and how to, um, how to visit that part of yourself so it can connect with your business. And then I listened to one of her podcasts and you were on it. <laughs> yeah. So, and I was like, I like the way she speaks because it's, uh, you know, this, this whole podcast, you know, like you both do, like you embrace imperfect, the imperfect. And um, it just flowed and I felt like I was like, oh, I'm gonna reach out to Neves and um, have a look at the, the program that she's delivering. And then I got into a call with you and yeah, that is exactly, I was like, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna get along. Yeah. Especially when it comes to this stuff because what we touched on with Christina, as hard as it was during that time, I knew that I needed to go a little bit deeper. I needed to have the support and to explore it a little bit more. And um, I knew that as a coach, I had some tools that I needed to develop. There was, yeah, or to even learn. And doing that with you was like pivotal, not just as a coach, but as a person as well. Um, the way I process things now with the tools that you've given me with the inner compass, it was just, yeah, I like, I can actually breathe and, and I can actually process things differently 
Um, people talk about um, people talk about how they want things financially, um, but they never really do like a quarterly check-in or even a yearly, so annually check-in with themselves whether what they're doing is actually the right thing. And it was you that actually helped me form those questions or ask those questions so that I had purpose, you know? So um, it really, yeah, it made me want to jump up every morning and get on with my day because I'd finally connected this. It was congruent with what I believed in. Um, a lot of the concepts I had already known, um, like, um, like developing awareness, and it was just the examples and also having you um, to talk to me about it and to process it, which, which is the most important thing about coaching, right? Yeah. Yeah, because you can, there's so much free stuff online but it's about the support and yeah it was definitely um a pivotal time for me uh in like in my own self-development and my coaching so yeah it's yeah there's there's so much to say about that keep like, going, keep so much going. About, yeah i don't so want to stop you that. just because yeah. i mean i i really appreciate the the kind words and for anyone yeah. listening i'll obviously link to that program in the in the show notes and you can feel free to message me if you've got questions and things like that too of course because um as much as this podcast is about you know chatting about various concepts and actually explaining them a little bit too i i do run a business as well so i'll be linking to those things in the show notes but please like i don't you know if there's anything i guess you want you know to to kind of talk through or you'd want the listeners to to sort of know based on you know where you were and then what you got out of it any of, of that kind of stuff I mean you know I don't want to interrupt yeah. or don't want to hold you don't want to yeah. hold you back if you want if that's what you want to say well, you know well a lot of this thing a lot of things um so I would say the process the process that you did it the, the way that you delivered the program was great um, usually you would go online and something captures your attention and then this other thing, but you don't really know the order that helps you develop things better. Um, like it's kind of like trying to run before you can actually crawl, right? And for me, it was definitely the process because I knew all these parts, but I just needed to um, do it in that, in that, uh, in that structure. Yep. in order for me to understand, right? So building those foundations again. Um, so in the beginning, it was about the awareness and understanding that thoughts go through you and some of those crazy thoughts, they are not who you are. And the moment that I realized that, I was like, oh, that's pretty, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> or like I'd have a giggle, like that, <laughs> that's a crazy thought, you know, but it's not who I am, you know? So usually... Um, you know, just, I guess, uh, a better explanation of it. Like, I got caught up in that um, perfectionism trap. Um, and a lot of it was insecurity or even even the fact that I had these um, beliefs that I needed to debunk. Mm. I was doing things based on what everybody or what, what society said. It's was. the rules and the shoulds, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and it wasn't until... Like I went through it with you and just go, oh wait, 
let's have a look at my values. Like, is everything that I'm doing in line with my values? And am I moving forward based on those values? And then when I looked at that, and I was like, oh, wow, yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> um, especially, yeah, one of the, I always revert back to, um, I always remember the most enjoyable time in my life. And that's when I was, what, six years old in, a, in an open rice field, flying my kite and how I felt in that moment and mm. how I um, it was all about that curiosity. It was all about that adventure. I was excited. And it's like, how do I, like, how did I go about my life without having those values in there? You know, what I, what I wanted for my life. And um, it was important that I was like, oh, I gotta, yeah, I gotta put that in there. <laughs> and how do I deliver that? And that was the next thing is learning that continuum meter, right? Right. And the biggest thing with perfectionism and all the nothing thinking, um, yeah, all or nothing thinking was that you get overwhelmed, right? And that um, I didn't realize until I looked at my values why I was being overwhelmed it was because I wasn't in line first, and then realizing that I needed a way to go about my day where I can cut myself some slack, right? Yep. Yeah. We had figured out, by then, we had figured out what wasn't true, what was true. And then now we've got this, this truth that we've got and how do we deliver it without putting pressure on myself, you know? Which um, is a lot. And I'll, I'll just add to that, that, that right there, A, that's the awesome source, but also it, even in hindsight, because I, you know, and, and personally reflecting on stuff too, it's so much easier said than done though, right? Than to actually mm. implement the the less than perfect stuff or the the just good enough or the the bare minimum, right? Like it's still one thing to to think about it differently, but to then do it differently is a whole other ballgame, I think. Yeah, and and I think that's definitely reflect uh, a reflection of how I coach now as well because I say this all the time to every single person and it's a live document it's always going to change but you have this this framework to go by that allows you to breathe and process things better and to not get overwhelmed and to check in with yourself with the right questions versus shooting all over yourself yeah you know and that was that was freeing. And again, like you said, right, it was definitely, um, it was definitely tough. And without your help and without your coaching, uh, I don't think I would have been able to, um, yeah, to like uh, bring things back in. Yeah, go back to center and then reevaluate. And then also ask questions that allow me to be kinder to myself. Um, yeah, and again, that's a tool in itself. And to, to remember that, um, wait, you know, we, we debunked that, remember? <laughs> you know, we, that, that's not true. Yeah. And those conversations happen all the time. And I'm glad I have those, those, um, those conversations with myself and ask those questions with myself now versus um, the screaming 
you know, shoulds and should nots and yeah. And yeah, it's definitely given me peace with my ideal client, but also my ideal life. And yeah, that's, that's why I embrace the, the program so much. I couldn't say enough good things about it. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. I, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. And I think so, it's, it's, I don't know, funny isn't the right word to use here, but I will because I can't think of anything else. But I find it more fascinating, interesting. I don't know, maybe those are the better, better words to use. But I think when I think about, you know, the, the work that I do with people, it's, I, I still find it fascinating how similar and how many parallels or how, how, how much it overlaps. And I know we talked about that at the beginning, that literally every, you know, all the things that we do as humans intersects with, with like we're one with one person, right? But also the how the approaches to, you know, because I talk about I I kind of I'm almost more a little bit at the the top like the overarching mental well being kind of you know that that's the space that I'm I'm operating in, and I believe you can you can take that and approach it to various contexts, right? And but it almost in in a way it kind of feels like that that you've taken a lot of that though and you're making it even more specific to movement right because you're also taking the that curiosity part that let's explore let's not attach an outcome to something or let's not attach expectations to something let's just do the thing for the sake of doing the thing you're able to to take a lot of, and I think that's probably why I enjoyed working with you so much too. When it came to to helping me, you know, get get a get stronger with the body parts that I could still move um, without pain, but also helping me rehab my injuries in line with physios and, and other support. Is that I was familiar with a lot of you know the concepts, obviously, because I I work through them myself, but it's also part of what I coach and support clients with, but to then be able to take them because as much as for for me in my head they're very they're actually quite tangible things right like I know what I mean when I say some of those things but I think for a lot of people they're very intangible concepts it's not like you know there's a water bottle like it's you know oh look there's a water bottle or look there's a thing that you can see right so it's quite sometimes it can be quite hard to explain them or even to say this is what you'll get by doing that thing because it's an intangible thing you can't put your hands on it but I think what you've helped me realize and I think what you do really really amazingly is taking some of those things but then you're able to actually give them like a tangible expression (laughs) if that makes sense like you know taking the the awareness and the curiosity piece for example and and you know applying it to exploring movement patterns or ranges of motion like that's a very tangible way to 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 articulate the the almost the same concept but you're just you're saying you know go in a squat hold it move around wiggle a little bit you know move your hips change your stance that's a way of exploring something it just so happens that it's a tangible thing because you're literally physically moving your body as opposed to I'm exploring my thoughts, but I'm not really sure what that actually, you know? Yeah, yeah definitely. I think it's, um, it's really important to mention as well that, you know, 
after we had worked together and then for me, you know, to, for us to switch roles was that we both understood each other in, in regards to the program that you delivered. Mm. And I was like, oh, wow, this is great. Especially because you were in that position where um, communication was really important and empathy and support, right? Because of pain, right? Mm. There's no substitute for it. And, and you, you, you hit the nail on the head right there. Like, is that right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> with, <laughs> yeah. With Explore, right? With Explore. Yeah, it was... You can, you can, you know, talk a whole bunch of jargon for fitness um, terminologies and stuff, but ultimately it's play and ultimately it's about exploring movement and um, you embraced it, you know, you really did. And I had such a great time with you because, yeah, we'd have like, we'd have such long chats, you know, in relation to the body, to the mind and everything else because it was all inclusive. And, um, yeah, I really enjoyed that part of it. Yeah, and I was like, I'm definitely running with this, you know. I'm definitely going to continue um, down this path of connecting those things. And, yeah, kind of went on a tangent there, but, yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I yeah. think, obviously, I could talk probably. I can. We can hype each other up all day long probably, but is there, have you seen... I guess in, in a difference in how you're, you know, how you're working with your other clients and how they view things. Like, has anything changed? Yeah. There or Definitely. like, are you able to see like a difference too with like how you know just some of the work that that you've done on yourself and how you're supporting supporting Absolutely. them? Yeah, a really good example of it would be um, when I was uh, when I was a PT when somebody. Um, was going through a program and they didn't like it. You know, when I was a younger PT, I would go, oh, I'm going to bring in more bells and whistles. You know, or like, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be that, like, I need to make a name for myself as that guy that you go to if you want to puke because it, the workout's really tough. And now I'm like, oh, you don't like it. Or like, sorry, like, you're not getting what you want out of it. Let's talk a bit about that. Let's go a little bit deeper. Like, how do we create habits that you actually enjoy so that you can keep moving forward and find momentum? And, like, I'm like, what is it? Uh, the Mr. Miyagi, <laughs> like, in the back. When somebody's telling me their stuff, I'm just like, oh, I know where you're going, and it's not the program, <laughs> right? It's like, and that's, that's definitely what I get excited about. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to smile, but, <laughs> right? This, oh, the amount yeah, of times like, we've had yeah. that conversation right yeah right yeah. and yeah and like okay so let's have a look at why right and the rules can change because we want you to enjoy the process yeah. versus um i mean don't get me wrong like the hard part is realizing you know i'm not afraid of doing hard things but it should be hard things because you you have an understanding or a purpose towards those hard things and yeah. because you'll always show up you'll always show up because it's yeah we've, we've gone deeper and um yeah i see that all the time now i have this smirk on my face and i'm excited and i love coaching so much because yeah it's not about putting things on it's about 
laying it all out and actually asking the right questions so that fitness and movement is something that you you know that you embrace and there's a purpose behind it that makes you turn up every day like you know i get up every morning now and i look forward to all the things that i do i used to go to the gym and you know oh just gotta get a hard workout that's a measure of success now i'm like oh i can explore like the tracks around my area turn everything to a workout um hang off a tree and do pull-ups off that mm. you know it's exactly the same thing it is movement but it's exploring all the different ways that you can enjoy yourself and yeah it's yeah that actually reminds yeah. me yeah that reminds me and obviously this this conversation will be um released after the fact that we're recording it today but I shared a post and I, I listened to an awesome podcast with, I, I just fucking love Brene Brown. Like, honestly, I'm like mm-hmm. number one president of the fan club or whatever. If there was, if I was to create one, I just love how she talks and how she approaches things and, and everything else. And I was on a, it was on a, I was listening to a podcast. And I might, I'll actually, I'll chuck the link to it in the show notes. Cause it was, I shared it today anyway because it was that awesome and it was with another author I think on um her podcast which is called how to fail which in and of itself I'm like that's a fucking brilliant podcast and and by the way people you need to get on it so it's such this particular episode was an awesome conversations but the rest of them are just as just as awesome because they're, they're talking about reframing failure right and and mistakes and those kinds of situations and what they talked about today and I can't remember the exact quote so I'm paraphrasing but it was from you know instead of having doing things for the sake of achieving success whatever we've actually defined success as in the first place right because we'll all have hopefully we actually have our own definitions as opposed to using some arbitrary shit that we see based on the the area that we're, you know, wherever we're defining it for, like say, you know, for, for business, for example, I hope we all define our own vision of what it means to be successful as opposed to picking some random, you know, make six figures or, you know, only work two hours a day or whatever. Like it has to be a, per- like you said just before, right? It has to be a personal thing we have to connect with it we have to have that deeper meaning to it but what I loved about how they were talking in this episode was also instead of having this external success focus turn it into like what can you you know by doing the thing what are you learning what can you find out about yourself about a particular topic you know about whatever it doesn't have to be just you but by switching it from, are oh, you having to do all the things to achieve this one thing? It's like, it helped it like the way, and I can't, do, I'm not doing it justice. So please tune into this episode, but it is literally the way she phrased it. I was like, fuck that, that's, that's the shit because it was really impactful <laughs> clearly because I'm talking about it. But it was really this, you know, don't just do the things because A, you think you have to, and that's the entire reason this show exists. Because <laughs> you you're allowed to question them. You're allowed to question yourself. You're allowed to challenge your own thinking. But also 
you can do things because you enjoy them. You can do things because you want to learn about them. And it's okay if you're a bit shit at them mm-hmm. at the beginning too, right? Or if they feel hard, because sometimes that that's what's that's just how it is. But going in with like the desire to learn as opposed to the pressure of having to achieve a particular outcome, that was like, I'm like, I was like, this is that was awesome so i'll definitely i know i've said it five times now i'll be putting the link to that podcast in the show yeah. and yeah. i'll probably send it to you like you yeah. after this yeah. because it was yeah. so so good and i think also by talking about it and that's you know partly what i know i'm kind of going off on a tangent here too but i think by talking about those things but also specific personal examples we're reducing, we're making it okay to, to talk about those things and to also sometimes to to fail or for things not not to work out that the, the way we'd intended to, right? And that's where that learning piece comes in as well, which yeah. is so crucial, that, that curiosity, that, that wanting to explore and discover. Yeah, and I probably, um, it made me think about that, uh, that section of the inner compass as well is, you know, I love um, that continual meter and just understanding where to put yourself in that um, because it doesn't feel like you're failing anymore. It feels like you're, you know, you're showing up for yourself and you're reframing all those different things because there, there are all those things that you've put on that list to accomplish things. And if it doesn't, you know, if, if you don't complete all of it, you can carry it over to the next day. And then who says that you have to do it within a week? You know? Yeah. Who says you have to do it? Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody told it's you. Me. It's all you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was definitely that. And um, yeah, I embraced, I embraced the, the process and that um, enjoy those, um, those failures and recalibrating as I go and having those tools, having the tools of the continuum meter just help me realize that, um, yeah, you can make your own rules. Yeah. You certainly so. can. That was like the perfect way to end the conversation. That was a, a mic yeah. drop right there. <laughs> um, so maybe with that said, um, we could probably call it call it here and bring it to a close. But before we do that, where can like where can people find you? How can they work with you? All of you know, all of the tell us all about the good stuff. Yeah, definitely. So a lot of my things that I have is on Action Van at Action Van on Instagram. Um, we'll put the link to that and- in the show notes, of course. Yeah, definitely. And I'm just about to finish my website so that there's lots of cool exciting. things. Yeah, no, exciting. Exciting. Stuff. Yeah. Will it be will it be live by the time this airs? Which will be in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah definitely. Because then we'll yeah, we'll be putting be that in the show notes too. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. Absolutely. It will be it will be available by then. Um, with all yeah. Yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome. 
Cool. Well, thank you so much again for being the first ever guest on this new show. I am very excited and thank you for the kind words about how um, how I, I've helped you. Um, you've definitely, well, you know, you've helped me heaps as well with my, my own recovery and my return from injury. So, um, yeah. We'll leave it there. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And we'll chat to you soon. Stay curious, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of The Rules Are Made Up. I am so stoked you're here. If you have any questions about this episode or you want to learn more about me and how we can work together, check out my website www.innerlevel.me or head over to the gram. I'm at Neens on the Mind. If you like this episode, make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button. Options will depend on the platform that you use. And please consider giving it a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I'd love if you can share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing what we talked about in this episode too. Thanks again for tuning in and chat to you soon.